Good morning, this is Justine Huxley, the voice of Watson on Apex Legends, and you're listening to the Good Morning Guys podcast. I'm currently at the top of my game. Get it? <laughs> One, two, three, four! Morning, my brothers and sisters. On this, our 87th episode of the Good Old Morning Guys podcast. Good old morning. <laughs> Where did the old come from? We're the G O M G podcast. Good Morning Guys podcast. That's what I meant to say. Uh, this anyways, is like the 20s or something. Else. And the Good Old Morning, morning Guys. We're down south. Good old morning. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much, folks, for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we discuss the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I am one of your hosts, the Brazilian bounty hunter and transition ninja, Lucas Ham Swishobafet. And with us, as a force ghost, the judge, jury, and executioner of the evil, I mean the Imperial Galactic Empire, Sith Lord Patrick Novasidius Cell. <laughs> Nailed that. Nailed it. On his left and my right, the spice running and smuggling beast of Kashik, who can make you laugh in three words or less, Ronnie Joe Han. Tis. Nice. You're, nice. You're Thank, a you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. And our final member of the GMG Quadfecta, who's got the force in his heart, the force in his brain, and you guessed it, the force in his old stomacho, the Jedi Master himself, Mark Buwash. <laughs> Dang, got it. Yeah. Mark Bush, Bushwake. Dang it, I screwed that one up. <laughs> Bushwake. You like how I add to that A at the end instead of saying Bushwalker? Because Bushwalker sounds really weird. Yeah, everything you just said sounds weird. Not. <laughs> That's what we're Did going for. Did you actually for. say that Patrick uh, is not here tonight, or he's he's yeah. a force ghost? He's a force ghost. Ah, force ghost. Got it. Yep. With us as a force ghost, even though sense. if he's if if he's a Sith Lord, he can't be a force ghost. He would be like, I don't know what they. What do the Sith do when they die? They just cease to exist, right? I don't know. I don't think we've ever actually seen that. It may be in some sort of. Uh, extended universe book or or something like that i don't yeah. know but i don't think we've ever i seen would it. assume i would assume if like um like jedi from the light side can live on basically i would assume it has to be the same with the dark side as well uh like a similar thing basically like force ghosts like you would think would think maybe it's maybe it's different since it's like hate based like they're so angry maybe they live on as like trolls on the internet or <laughs> Uh, indigestion, like when you feel indigestion, yeah, you know, like those murder hornets that are supposedly wrecking havoc in uh, Washington, yeah. up in the old Northwest. Maybe those are Sith lords flying around, beheading honeybees and using their carcasses to feed their larvae. Hopefully, that's they dark, stay right? there, man. That's horrible. They manifest themselves no doubt, into right? murder hornets. That's what it is. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, gentlemen, may the fourth be with you. Happy Star Wars Day. And also with you. And also... Thanks. ...with you. Yeah, and also with Patrick, who's not with yeah. us tonight because his boss and his company hate him, and they <laughs> want him to work 
the rest of his life. He's never going to retire at this rate. Uh, triple digits will just, he'll be halfway there. And they're probably going to put his brain on ice and continue to make him work <laughs> until uh, Jesus comes back. Only Sith deal in absolutes. <laughs> That's right. That's, well, wait, are you saying I'm a Sith? No, I'm saying his boss is a Sith. Oh, yes. Well, that would make <laughs> sense make then him why work, he is work a Sith forever. Lord. That's true. Good call, Mark. Sorry I took that as like a personal slight against me. I don't know why I did that. It's just one of those Maybe nights, too much coffee. you're just a little too sensitive tonight. I don't know. Maybe I'm feeling it. With that, let's jump into the housekeeping before we continue with what's going on. Because we got a ch- Housekeeping? You need pillow? You need towel? You need me fluff pillow? And we're going to stop there. (laughs) Oh, yeah, fluff pillow. Can't forget fluff pillow. Uh, So housekeeping real quick. Just two things I wanted to cover. Podcast reviews. We love your reviews, but we are going through quite the drought. We have been stuck on 38 reviews. Now, they're five-star reviews, so we, we appreciate that very much. But you joiners out there, we know there are more than 38 people listening to us. And especially considering that four of those 38 are the four of us, and then there's some family members sprinkled in there. So probably about 20 joiners, like non-family member or non-us joiners, have reviewed. So we know you're out there. We'd really appreciate if you'd just give us a little podcast review. We're quickly approaching episode 100, and if we could get 50 reviews by episode 100, I think we could do something crazy. What do you guys think? Just depends on what that crazy thing is. Wow, you guys are not buying it. Come on now. You know what? How about we don't do something crazy? We just go ahead and say that Patrick's going to do something crazy if we can get 50 reviews by episode 100. So I'm okay with that. Get, for what one, are some I nominations? Actually, I actually have something for episode 100, but I'm going to give absolutely no spoilers or indicators on what it is. Mm. We're so glad you told us. Shirts and skins, baby. <laughs> Shirts and skins. <laughs> Woo! That sounds amazing. No, but uh, we'll think of something crazy. Maybe we'll mention it here in a week or two. I have no idea. I'm just throwing it out there. Patrick's going to do something crazy. But we'd love to get some uh, good old podcast reviews because that helps us, you know, reach a new audience. And uh, also, it helps us do other things like sell some T-shirts to help some people out. Am I right, Mark? No, you're completely wrong. Okay, no, I'm great. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. I think you want to talk about this. Tell us about bit. the merch. Um, so I think you guys have probably seen on our social media that we've kind of been pushing this, this campaign. Um, first of all, if you didn't know, we have a merch store. Uh, we have a Tee Public page where you can buy... Uh, shirts, sweatshirts, onesies, coffee mugs, all that kind of stuff. Tattoos. I don't know about that one. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you could probably find that somewhere if you wanted to. That's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> That's right. Imagine our gift logo that lasts forever. stretching when you're 75 or 80 years old. Yes. Yeah. Um, Maybe if the, you had it long enough, it'd add that O like I tried to add to it earlier and be G-O-M-G. <laughs> The good old morning, guys. Good old morning. <laughs> I don't know how, but my tattoo acted, added an extra word in there. It's weird. Um, yeah, don't know how. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we have a merch store, and we've kind of been pushing the fact that, um, as, you know, 
unless you're living under a rock, which maybe that's better for you. Um, you know that there's a pandemic yeah. growing on or growing going on. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of it's growing in people. And <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, a uh, it kind of works. <laughs> there's a pandemic going on, and uh, you know there are plenty of places around the country. Uh, including one in particular, there is a company, uh, an organization called Samaritan's Purse that has a field hospital set up in Central Park in New York City, which is a major epicenter in the United States of COVID-19. And they are mm-hmm. helping um, people who are dealing with the coronavirus. And so we basically said that 100% of any profits that we make from merch store sales will go directly to the um, that field hospital in Central Park. And so yeah. we need your help um, because we want to help out as much as possible. And so if you go to tpublic, that's T-E-E-Public.com, slash user slash the good morning guys, um, you can buy some of our sweet merch with our nice logo on it. And... Like I said, 100% of the profits that we get from those sales go directly towards uh, providing medical supplies, masks, all that kind of stuff for the field hospital in Central Park. So if you can, and I know there are many that can't, um, so don't feel too, don't feel burdened by that. But if you can help out, uh, you can uh, go ahead and head to our merch store. You get cool swag and you get to help out people who are in need. Sweet. Yeah, help us, help you, and help lots of folks through Samaritan's Purse. That would be a fantastic thing to do. So uh, with that, that covers our housekeeping. On to some more good stuff. Ronnie Johantis, we have missed you, my friend. Your presence I, I have missed you guys. not felt last week. Yeah. I, um, I listened to... Almost all of the podcast uh, from last week. We'll take it. It was it was awesome. Uh, Justine was killer. Uh, she yeah, sounded she was. so much better than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was She's like, like a oh, little wow, ray of sunshine. It's, it's, al- it's almost like <laughs> yeah, she gets professional paid to voice. Do and we're like, hey, what's up, Justine? Welcome to yeah. the Good Morning Guys. She is so well spoken. <laughs> it's it's like she's been in Broadway musicals and. Been acting, yeah, voice acting. exactly. It's like she's done voiceover, been in musicals since she was a kid, and like, oh, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, no, it was really good, man. She was, she was awesome. It, it was cool to listen to. Um, I am not. Uh, I've never played Apex. Uh, I probably won't. Um, but no, it was really cool to have somebody from, uh, somebody like her from a huge video game. Um, yeah. You know, especially something like you know, I know Mark, Patrick, like you guys are. You guys are really into it. Um, it's kind of cool to have somebody in real life from the game that you've been like basically playing and listening to to hear that. Uh, to meet that person in real life is pretty awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, so she, yeah, it, it was awesome. It, it was really good. Um, other than that, I have uh, been pretty much doing nothing. Uh, ah, the quarantine life. There is not a whole lot. Uh, there's not a whole lot going on. I did actually go. Um, so I guess, uh, basically what happened is the stay safe order in Ohio was extended to the 29th of May, maybe. 
Um, but it's a stay safe order. It's not like a stay at home order. It is a little bit different in that um, they are more lenient with gatherings of under 10 people, like 10 people or less. Um, so I actually, for the first time in, in a month, um, went over to my buddies this past weekend and we played some games, uh, just some couch co-op, you know, we kind of kept our distance and stuff, but, uh, like we were able to do that. We actually played, uh, bro force for the first time. Nice. With four players. Yeah. It's all uh, for its madness, with, isn't it? With four players. It was, uh, man, it was so crazy. It's impossible really. Because you always <laughs> it have, really is. You can't you get anywhere. <laughs> You always have that idiot in the group who's just firing their gun nonstop, just taking everything out. <laughs> yes. Uh, and it's like, oh, that was great. you, now wasn't we're it? All stuck. None of us can move. Like none of us can make that what? jump because we just blew everything out of here. <laughs> was that you, Ronnie? Uh, no, actually, I, I'm usually the more like tactical player, trying to get to the level type thing. Like I'm one of the. There's, really. There's basically two of us. We have two people that uh, pretty much spray and pray. And then uh, the other right. two, which is me and my buddy who've played the game before, were like kind of hanging yeah. back a little bit. Like, all right, they'll die in a second. Like, and then we'll just exactly. get through this. <laughs> they're, they're your human. Your uh, but it was really nice to targets. see those guys and, and play because you know, I haven't left the house um, uh, other than like groceries. I, I mean, I really haven't left the house in a month. It's been uh, it's been kind of crazy. So I feel like. I feel awful because I've had like no physical activity. Like I feel fatter than ever. Uh, there's nothing that I can really do about that. I mean, I could exercise, but you know, with video games and stuff, yeah. why, who the hell is doing that? Um, but uh, I've been playing a lot of Ark still. Uh, I'm, I'm still really into that game. Uh, it's one of those games that take up like so much. It's the perfect time to get into a game that just like eats all of your time. Like right now. Uh, it's absolutely perfect. So I really like that game. It's uh, I don't really seem like I'm going to be slowing down anytime soon on it. Mm-hmm. Basically, in the game, it's open world and you can do whatever you want. There are either three or four like boss creatures, dinosaurs that you have to fight. And after you do that, you get a trophy from each of them, and then you take those trophies to a certain place on the map, and it allows you into a cave where you fight the overseer who is like the ultimate boss of the game. Um, Mm. There's, there's videos and stuff online of people going like to fight the overseer. It is like an intense battle. This guy, like this one guy, Elizabeth was watching, brought like 20 T-Rexes with him and like 20 other types of dinosaurs uh, like to go into this cave and like, it just tears, it just tears you apart. So I try to get to that point eventually, but I mean, you know, I'm not like driven by trophies or completion. So there, uh, next week I could be like, yep, lost interest and it's over. Yeah. So, you're just playing to have fun. Yeah. So, but I am doing that. I plan on nothing wrong player. with that. Um, I'm not huge on the multiplayer like platforms and stuff there. In this game, there's PVE maps where um, it's nobody fights each other and there's PVP maps. So where, where everybody's, at, you know, fighting and battling each other. Uh, I'm not really into either of that. I'd rather nobody be on my map, honestly. Like, just single-player it up and, you know, kind of do my own thing. Um, I have a... Coming up on Thursday, so coming up in three days, it has been one year since I went on my first date with Elizabeth. Woohoo! Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's uh, it, it's crazy, like, how fast the year actually flies by, because it seems like not that long ago, you know? 
Um, right. But yeah, we're coming up on one year, so I don't know exactly what we're gonna do. Like, it's not, there's not a lot we can really do. Now like, you go out to like a nice restaurant and everything. But um, I think we'll probably cook something here at home. Maybe uh, start up a little fire in our fire pit and kind of hang out, you know, for the night, something like that. Cool. Um, nice. Congrats on one year. Lastly, thank you. Uh, lastly, um, last week I had a revelation. Mm, Epiphany okay. about pizza. Oh, I know what it is. What? Oh, dang it. I was going to guess. I was going to say you're going to watch Superman. No, that's not. That's <laughs> and not complete it. it. That would have been no. quite the revelation. The thought had not crossed my mind, even being stuck in the house. There are so many other good things that I could do, like to actually like just go ahead and cut two hours of my day out. Like, I mean, I'd rather be punched in the face for two hours than have to watch that. Day that that can be arranged. <laughs> Still, I, I mean, I'm all in. Like, whatever. As long as I don't have to all right, it. I'll let. I'll talk to Patrick. <laughs> um, but no, I, so I was. Uh, I obviously I'm working from home. So, like, I'll go down around lunchtime and, like, make myself something to eat. Maybe, like, play video games or watch TV for a while. And mm-hmm. we had pizza the night before. So, we had leftover pizza. And, like, this is a question I, I don't know if I've ever really asked on the podcast. But, like, how do you guys eat your pizza? Do you just, like, straight go in with a hand and get all greasy? Or do you eat it, like, in a different manner? Because, like, I personally, I hate having greasy hands. I don't like it. Like I will be like I'm I'm the guy that will absolutely use a fork and knife on pizza because like I don't want it all over me. Ronnie, you are speaking my language. Welcome to the civilized land of Brazil, where every single person eats pizza with a fork and a knife. And I, it's really hard to go back to getting your hands all greasy. So I'm 100% with you. Fork and knife is the way to go. Uh, it just. I don't know. It's just to me, it's like there's no distraction. There's you no eat it like a little bit slower worrying also, about. Like, so if yeah, you eat it slower. Cold, like you don't get crazy full. I think it heightens your senses because you're not worrying about balancing or losing a you know an ingredient by holding it up, making a mess on your hands. You just get to simply enjoy the flavor of the pizza. So yes, fork and knife is the way to go. So I also eat with a fork and knife. How about that? Pizza. Yeah. Um, but for different reasons. It's mainly because my... You're Jewish. Yes, that's it. You nailed it. <laughs> Lahaim. It's not kosher to eat with your hands. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> no. So basically, my, uh, my set of front teeth are not real. And so... That's what? a whole different. I did not know that. Yeah, Little known it's a fact. Good reason to eat it with a fork and knife. Yep, and so, um, they. I mean, they're they're in there. They're, my teeth are in there permanently, uh, but they're not my original front teeth. But that's a whole different story for another day. Um, so yeah, basically, I, Wait, I have to. Whose original front teeth are they? Real quick, just <laughs> curious. If I told you, tell I'd me have it's to a celebrity. You. Oh, okay. That's a Fair enough. Frank Sinatra's teeth. That. <laughs> Frank Sinatra's teeth. <laughs> Come and brush my awesome. teeth. <laughs> so, yeah. So, what I figured out, as I went down there, there were two pieces of pizza left. And I was like, okay, I want to put these on a plate. But, like, we don't have, like, really big, large plates. And 
especially now, like we have basically like our combined like kitchen stuff, you know, and really like she has like a bunch of adult things and I had paper and plastic <laughs> plates, like, of course. of course. So like, so we use like the same set of like four to six plates, right? And we just keep washing them. But they're not, like, huge. So, like, two decent-sized pieces of pizza, I think it was Papa John's, like, barely fit on there. So I was like, well, I'm trying to fit them on here. And I'm like, eh, I'll just stack them on top of each other, crust out on both sides. Mm-hmm. Sandwich. Sparrow style. made a pizza sandwich. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. completely prevented my hands from getting greasy. I could pick it up because, obviously, like, you know, like, cold pizza heated up, like, the crust... It's not greasy. It, it's like eating a piece of tree bark, really, normally. So, yeah, I was able to eat the pizza as, like, a sandwich with no grease on my fingers, but not have to use, a, like, I did not have to use a fork and a knife. Um, so, yeah, that's the best thing so far that's come out of this quarantine. Nice. Nice. So, hey. technically, Already a, win. a lot of people eat their pizza this way, um, and maybe this will help if, say, you only want one slice, which, I mean... Why would you want only one slice? Who does that? Um, Weirdo. But anyway, like, they fold the slice of pizza. Yeah, I've seen people do that. So you're effectively doing the same thing. The problem with that is, is like, first of all, when you first get a pizza, almost regardless of where it's from, even if you fold it, it's impossible not to get grease all over you. Like, it's like it makes a grease channel. Yeah. When you make the fold, it makes a grease channel and funnels all the grease into your lap. By the time it's been refrigerated overnight and you're like heating it back up, like it barely even bends, really. Like you have to like break it in half. This is true. Yeah. This is true. But if you just stack two pieces on top of each other, you get all the goodness inside. Same pizza to crust ratio. You just have to take a little yeah. bit smaller of a bite. That totally reminds me of did you guys ever eat like a mall food court Sbarro pizza? Yep. They had those. Uh, mm-hmm. They had those. I don't remember what kind of pizza they called it, but it was just like that. It was like crust on top, bottom with ingredients in the middle. They should have called it pizza sandwich. I think Almost it was like been a more popular type thing. Yeah, it was like a calzone pizza or pizzone. I don't know, but uh, yeah, that's what it makes me think of. But I, I not, I wasn't always a big fan of it just because I felt like it locked away the flavor. Like I understand with a sandwich or a burger, you do that anyways. But for a pizza, I like. I like the ingredients to be out in the open, maybe hit the roof of my mouth. I don't know. It just tastes, it feels like it muffles the flavor. Hmm. So you feel like if the pizza toppings don't hit the roof of your mouth, you don't like experience the same flavor. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying, yeah. I mean, that's fair. But I get the practicality of it and not getting the grease because it's all contained with crust on both it's sides. It's fantastic. I like it. the funny yeah. thing is, is it's Papa John's. So like, if you ever eat Papa John's, like the next day, I feel like their like crust is almost like there's like a dust coating on the outside of it. I had just, I had there it all is. over the place. Yeah, it's true, but no it gives grease, you good grippage. It like it's a... like an Olympian. It's like an Olympian who puts dust on their hands before like a like a gymnast or something <laughs> yeah, before like they go and do a, a routine. <laughs> It's like pat your hands and it's like I'm not losing this pizza. <laughs> and you can eat double because you'll trick your stomach into thinking it's eating only one piece. But you're actually eating two. That's true. You take that first bite though, and you realize, wow, okay, yeah, that is double. That's way too much. <laughs> no the first bite is always like, oh no, I got myself in a jam here. <laughs> Sir, stop. we've got a Trojan horse effect going in here. <laughs> uh, but that's really nice. all for me, honestly. 
as far as my week goes i man i have barely moved obviously like i I mean you guys are looking at me like you can see my hair like it's it's getting bad yeah good thing you have a hat on it yeah i pretty much have to i pretty much have to or it's just a giant uh it looks like a winter like winter hat wonderland type hat is what my hair grows into it grows really big okay nice so he's got a baba babushka marcus shaved his face again he did yep he did. We were very grow. disappointed last week when he confessed to us that he shaved his beard. It was heartbreaking. Yep, got the full, got the haircut, got got the beard done, all that stuff. How'd you cut your hair? Did you just go to a place? They actually have places. Uh, so you can technically do one on one, um, with with a hair person, uh, in this state. Um, they just have to, you know, obviously wash all their stuff. Um. Even though they put the clippers at the end of a broomstick or one of those hedge clippers, hedge trimmers, and it was like a back they just kept job. their six feet. Yeah, you yeah. know those like and they, those, they trimmed like, it from there. Those um, grapple things that people use to yeah, grab go for grabbers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they used. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was like getting but, uh, getting your hair trimmed by the one arm man from the fugitive. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we one of the ladies from my church. Uh, she is a hairstylist, and so she offered to meet with me and cut my hair. So nice. I was I was given freedom. Yeah, no, I I just cannot. <laughs> like I cannot go get my hair cut by somebody, and I don't like trust any of the people that I know to cut my hair. Like I don't want it like shaved either. Like it's just not my thing. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of letting it grow wild. I got basically like another month now. So yeah, it's gonna be out of control. Plenty. Just let it go. Yeah, that's what's happening. As Elsa would say, it's gonna take like three hours to cut my hair when I finally get it cut. Like my hair is so thick, it just grows into this giant mushroom of hair. Uh, like it feels very high school esque right now. Like it's the last time my mm. hair was actually this long. It looks like there's a monster trying to reach out from under your hat. Right it, now, it is a monster. <laughs> trying to reach out. When I wake like, up in the morning, face. I'm like. When I wake up in the morning and I walk to the shower and I'm like looking in the mirror, I'm like, man, how could anybody love me? <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. You trickster, you. You are a trickster. <laughs> so, Mark, any revelations uh, this past week that you'd like to throw out there since Ronnie was, you know, giving us this pizza mind-blowing sandwich idea? Nothing I will say at this point is is – at the level of, of Ronnie's pizza revelation. I, I cannot measure up to that. All right. That's too bad. Well, moving on. No, I'm just kidding. What's going on, man? How's life? How's work? Since you're the only one in this, this, uh, this quadfecta that actually leaves to go to work and doesn't do it from home. I wish I could do my job from home, but that's kind of difficult. But, just uh, have all those people bring their vehicles to your house and you'll clean the door handles and then say, okay, that's it. See you later. Yep. And my general manager will immediately run run out and give me another another disinfectant wipe. Yep. Um, no, not, pretty much everything is, is kind of steady at my job. Um, thankful. I mean, we definitely like slowed down compared to what we normally do. But we've still been pretty mm-hmm. steady. 
um, and and it's helped that people are happy that we are providing the the concierge service where we basically go pick up their vehicle from their house or work and bring it to the dealership. Um, oh, okay. So that way they don't have to come into the shop, um, and that you know helps them out and minimizes the amount of people going in and out of the shop. So for sure, um, that's definitely kept us busy. Um, we've had a pretty steady flow of people coming through, so um, not not a bad time at my job. Yeah. Um, uh, other than that, pretty much been a, a pretty steady week. Um, I, I'm gonna confess to you. Unfortunately, I have not picked up Doom Eternal again. I just what? I just what I, is going on? I'm just not, come on, man. I'm not compelled. I'm not no, compelled to play. Not feeling it. Did you like watch some uh, footage or what? Like read a review. What's uh, what's not speaking to you about it? I mean, you're doing the Lord's work as we discussed. So yeah. I don't know what other reason you need to play this game. I mean, it's just not the gameplay is is cool. Not gonna lie, but it's just not like it's not grabbing me. It's not something I feel okay. like, man, I got to I got to get up and continue. Like there's not really there's story, but maybe it's mm-hmm. and maybe it's the fact that like I don't really have the full understanding what's going on. I never played the 2016 Doom. So I think this is kind of dovetails off of 2016 Doom. Um yeah. but I mean there's really not too much to that you have to understand like there are there no. are demons. I really don't think there is. Earth. <laughs> and you're just right. you're and you need just to shooting stop and destroying people with big guns. Yeah. But you know, I can understand cuz as we've mentioned before, we're playing Division 2 and there have been times when I've thought, "Man, I kind of wish I'd played Division 1 so I maybe there's like easter eggs and things that I don't understand uh that were like just totally brushing by." It's not a big deal like I'm having fun with you guys, but I can understand where you'd be apprehensive to like really dive into a a part two of of something when you haven't played the first one so makes sense yeah i'm just i'm just not invested enough and to me the gameplay isn't uh you know isn't different enough to where it's like i mean you're going through a level you're killing demons and then you fight a big demon at yes. the end it's just it's just not grabbing me like say a, a mm-hmm. Spider-Man or a God of War or or something like that would. So, uh-huh. um, I don't know. I just feel like I'm kind so of. Do you have a backup plan? Do you have a a plan B? I mean, I know Plan C, D, F, all the way to Z is Apex, but yeah. <laughs> uh, what is Plan B for you, my friend? Do you have one? Just curious. I don't currently at this point. Hmm. Um. We need to find I'd have to look joiners out see. there. We're we're gonna throw out a challenge to you. Throw out some games to our buddy Mark Boucher to give him Mark. some suggestions. He's coming up short. Ark. It even rhymes with your name. I tried. Ooh. I tried Ark. <clears throat> I tried Ark. I was. Did you yeah. give it the good college try though, or did you give it a quick try? He's more of a thirty-minute trier. Oh, yeah, thirty minutes. You can't even do anything in the game in thirty minutes. It's it's got to grab me real quick, though. To, yeah. To really, he's already tried and failed at Final Fantasy VII remake. You know, it, so. the funny thing is, is when I started playing it, it was kind of like a slow. 
it was a little bit of a slow start, and as I got into it, I was like, man, I love this game. Yeah. So I think it's it's once you like actually get like a few things and kind of build up yourself a little bit, then you can really like enjoy the game. Because at the beginning, you just start as nothing, and you're basically prey for everything on the map. I I kind of wish I had a Switch because there are lots of games I'd love to play on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. But um, alas. Oh, those are like selling for like four hundred bucks right now. That is insane. It really is. Dang. I think they're two fifty normally. Hot. Um, even yeah. from um, all of the sources, so like, I called a GameStop because I wanted my I wanted my buddy to be able to get one while we were quarantined so we could play together, and um, they uh, one of the GameStops told me that they are like not shipping them uh, right now, so they're like not shipping them over from like Japan or anything like that, and like nobody can get them. So if you go online, they are sold out of like every store near. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much pretty much it for me on the gaming front. Other than obviously Apex, yeah, um, they're actually about to drop the season five trailer tomorrow for Apex, so I'm pretty excited All for right. that. Which starts May 12th, which is a week from tomorrow. Um, it is. So that's super exciting. Um, on the IRL front, um, I actually um, got to uh, get together digitally with my youth group at my church nice and we got to do that in a pretty unique way and i'm sure a lot of the people out there have probably heard of this app it's an app called house party and Hmm. house party is is kind of like a hangout app kind of like your your google hangouts or your zoom or or whatever um where it's basically facetiming with a group but mm-hmm. the difference is um, the House Party app has several games that you can you mm. can play, and it's built into the app to where everybody can see it, everybody can play it, um, and, and take part in it. And, and so everybody can stay engaged, hence the name House Party. Um, nice. Cool. Yeah, so there's... I haven't actually heard of this. I'm intrigued. So there's four, I haven't either. There's four games on it currently. Hopefully they're going to put more uh-huh. on there, but... Um. So there is Heads Up. Have you heard of Heads Up? Yep. Like Heads Up Seven Up. Um, not quite. So Heads Up is basically a game where um, you have one person that is um typically like you'll have a particular place or uh, a person or or right. something that. The other people have to try to describe to you without mentioning any part of that, uh, a part of the mm-hmm. name or Isn't person. Is that a game where you hold like the card or the word on your head? Yes, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Um, and and so, you know, obviously there's one person that has to try to figure out what it is and everybody's trying to give descriptions and all that. Um, and then there is uh, a trivia game where it has several different categories you can go through um and you all get to um try to guess what the correct answer is there is chips and guac which is basically apples to apples yes which is basically (laughs) apples to apples if you've ever played apples to apples oh okay um where a mexican version is it all spanish words no it is not all spanish words (laughs) 
but uh, missed opportunity. Yeah, well, well, they, they, I'm assuming they couldn't get the rights to apples to apples, so they had to make up their own thing. Um, but yeah, why not? It's basically like an apples to apples or a cards cards of humanity, cards against humanity, um, where um, one person chooses a particular person, place, thing, whatever, and uh, everybody gets a series of cards, and they have to try to um, place down a card that they feel accurately matches that, you know, that main card, and whoever pulls yeah. that card has to pick the best answer. Um, and I'm trying to think what else there is. So you got heads up, trivia, chips and guac, and um, bingo. Nope, stop bingo. Sure, surely not bingo. Mm. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and pull the app up because there is a fourth. P P knuckle. N- no. <laughs> <laughs> I played a game. I was playing a game with some friends called Evil Apples, but it is basically cards against humanity almost like identical huh. uh, to that game it is not a family friendly game like some of the cards you get yeah uh but it is almost like identical to cards against humanity gotcha so uh the the last game is quick draw where basically okay. people have to try to draw it's kind of like pictionary where people have to uh one person draws a particular thing and other people have to yep. guess what it is um yeah so hopefully they'll add some more games over time um but this this app kind of blew up because of the kind of like zoom did because of the whole quarantine thing going on um but we had a lot of fun with it um other than uh, a couple of my youth group people they kind of live out in the boonies so their uh their internet signal probably wasn't the best um so a disadvantage yeah so they, they started kind of getting dropped after a while. But, I mean, we still had a great time. We still had a lot of fun with it. Um, but that is pretty much... Oh, and also um, we recently started after like a good month of not getting together. Um, my my family and I got together. Um, obviously, La Coretta, they have closed their dining room. Nobody's eating in there, as far as I know. I don't think so. Um, they're only doing curbside or delivery. Uh, so we did curbside pickup on Sunday night and got to nice. meet up with the family again after not doing so for quite a while, um, which, Very which nice. was awesome. Good to see them again. You did La Coretta, La Coretta Home Edition. Indeed. Indeed. And it was... Nothing wrong with that. It was glorious. But I will be happy Tasty, when we I can bet. actually eat in the restaurant again. <laughs> yeah, when you can go back. I mean, takeout food is never really the same. It just, there's, no, you know, it, it, there it goes to that cool down period and it's just not as good. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. But that is pretty much my week at a glance. Lucas, how was your week, sir? Well, like you, uh, Mark, we have also been, uh, as a family, uh, ordering out. We did Uber Eats again uh, this past week. And I think Mindy and I did sushi, did a little little bit of Japanese, and the kids did Kentucky Fried Chicken. This is one of the first times that they have gotten fast food without getting a toy. Maybe it's like 
mm. the first maybe they've done it once or twice before but it is rare that we can convince both at the same time they always want a toy they always want mcdonald's burger king uh yeah. i think i've mentioned this place before called girafas which is pretty much giraffes and it's like a brazilian uh dine-in place that where you always get a toy uh, but we got them to get KFC, and they realized how glorious it was because they got twice the amount of fries, twice the amount of chicken, and they actually got a semi-decent meal as, as opposed to McDonald's where they give you like, I don't know if you've seen that, you probably haven't seen the Happy Meal-sized fries, but I it's literally got like five fries. It's ridiculously small. And then they, sit, and then they give you like a little mini yogurt with it, which is like, wow, thanks. <laughs> mini yogurt <laughs> the cool thing with uber eats is they actually let you replace the yogurt with more fries so they actually can get 10 fries so you're not getting as mcgypped oh yes <laughs> yes that is correct uh but yeah there, there's just something about it like we've gotten uber eats now i think three times and every time i'm like this is really cool but it's also really cool like i want the food to be hotter and then when you try to reheat it it's not the same the magic has left it's not yeah, as fresh. The magic has left for sure. Yeah, it's like either it, t- you know, microwave turns it into like kind of rubbery food and then the oven dries it out. Uh, it just isn't the same. You ever had to reheat but, uh, like a French fry or tried to reheat a French fry? Oh, it's yes, I have. I don't know why. I do it. It's not like, even the same it is. thing. It's not. It changes it the molecular structure. Horrible. Like, have you ever heard with, I've heard that about coffee. I still heat up coffee in the microwave when I, you know, yeah, when that, I need that's to. Not but. As horrible. No, but I've heard that it changes the molecular structure of coffee when you heat it in the microwave. And I wonder if that happens with the fries. It just somehow, it's not actually a fry anymore. Like some of the molecules get shifted around and maybe it's like a fru, hmm. a French fru, and it just doesn't taste the same. That's why we don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I'd like a French fru, please. Like, that sounds... Do you just drink like regular, like straight up coffee or... Do you get, like, coffee out of a can? Like, how do you make your coffee? <laughs> yeah, right. I am not a man whatsoever. I fill that thing full of so much sugar and milk. Actually, it's not as bad now. It used to be worse. Uh, so here it is. This is my Brazilian slash Americano coffee. I do brew the coffee. I mean, it's it's Brazilian coffee that I buy in a bag that's already ground up. I'm not that cool to grind up my own coffee. Yeah, but I combine. That's intense for a cup of coffee to grind it up. Yeah, I'm out on that, too. It really is. But there's a lot of people that do that. I'm not one of those people, but I do add uh, cinnamon to it, and I add a little bit of salt to get some get rid of some of the bitterness. And just recently, I started act, adding chocolate uh, drink powder to make it a little <laughs> bit of a mochaccino. Wow, you make like this and like you make like the fanciest <laughs> drink ever. I guess my wife likes it a lot, and she doesn't like to drink coffee. And then I add some milk, add some sugar. And I've pretty much almost convinced my whole family to drink my uh, my coffee. So uh, Is there my daughter's left the last the holdout. For coffee? Uh, there's a little bit, a little touch um, of room for coffee. It works out. So, <clears throat> so I, yeah, I just started drinking coffee probably like uh, maybe like a year, year and a half ago. And I still like when I went into work, like I didn't have a coffee like every morning or anything like that. Now that I'm home, um, I like I've feel like now i've gotten into the routine where over the last month like yeah like i bring a cup of coffee up to my desk with me but my coffee is we have this one i have one of those little coffee makers that just does like the one cup little like keurig yeah, type cup like like mm-hmm. a keurig um, yep yeah it's just like a cheap coffee maker 
and it does the one cup and then I just put like a little bit of creamer in it, like French vanilla creamer and like that's it. Oh yeah. Um and that that's that works. I mean it totally works. Now I feel like I'm absolutely like reliant upon it. Like when I get up to my desk oh, yeah. I'm like, man, I need to hurry up I and feel drink it. this because nothing's happening. <laughs> nothing's happening till you get this in my veins. That's how I feel every day. Like that's literally besides uh, having a little devotional and prayer time every morning, uh, making coffee is like, I pretty much start the coffee and then like read a little bit for that five minutes it takes to brew it. And then I drink it and then I'm like, okay, now I can begin the Once day. Once you get about half a cup, you're uh, like, I could, I could do this. Yeah. Got this. Uh, but yeah, so coffee is very, very important in life. Uh, besides Good that, uh, um, Let's see. I did get a, a message from a friend who listens to the show from Ohio. And I just want to, I just want to kind of just mention not him by name or, you know, anything, but just mention that this is part of the reason the show exists. Uh, I had a friend who wrote me a little message and he's like, so I heard you had the talk with your daughter. And I don't know if you uh, heard this part uh, in your show listen, um, Ronnie, but I, I gave think it was the, two weeks ago. Actually. Well, no, you know what? I did hear it. Um, I did hear the the talk. I was going to ask you if she's still been asking questions. Uh, she definitely, she's not so much been asking questions, but ever since then, she keeps saying, "Hey, can we have another talk?" And it's not necessarily to talk about <laughs> the birds and the bees and sex. She just wants a reason to not go to bed. Like is really what it comes down to. And so That's she's like, "Can we do more of those talks?" Wanting to actually talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm like, no, we're we're good. Maybe we'll we'll add some activities and like maybe watch a TV show. Like we've been thinking about like watching a TV TV show with her, uh, something that is just with the three of us and not with her brother, uh, just to kind of add a little bit. For, for the most part, she just gets an extra thirty to forty five minutes in her room to hang out and and build with Legos or read a book or listen to music, that kind of stuff. But uh, I had a friend write me who said, man. Uh, I have been dreading talking to my son about the birds and the bees. And it's so good to know that I'm not alone. And yeah. I just thought that was really cool. Cause that's what, you know, that's part of the reason we exist is to just for those out there that feel like they're alone, you know, going through the game of life or whatever. Uh, you're not alone. There are people out there, uh, either struggling or having success. And we want to be here to celebrate those things. So it was just really cool that, that my buddy Drew uh, sent me a message and uh, connected with me because if there are others out there who are struggling with having that birds and the bees talk, I want you to know I'm here for you. And I got a little YouTube video that my, you know that Patrick keyed me in on that uh, we can pass on to you that you can show your kids and kind of initiate that conversation. It doesn't have to be awkward. It doesn't have to be a forced thing that you do. It can be natural and, and it can build a better relationship between you and your kids. So... Uh, that was really cool to to find that out. Um, yeah, for sure. Now, what's what's not cool is that we just found out today that school for certain is not going to be back in session for us uh, until August of later Ooh. this year. It's kind of weird that like I I just kind of thought that was understood that was a thing. Like maybe that's just around here. So yeah. In the U.S., I know that the U.S., I did. I thought it was like crazy how early states and cities were calling it. So you are right. In the U.S., people have already called it. So for us, it hadn't been called yet. 
okay. it felt like we were going on like a every two week basis here at least in Sao Paulo City. We would get like two weeks in, and then the the mayor would say, "Yeah, we're going to go another two weeks." And finally, the mayor said today that all schools are are not canceled. Uh, we've actually uh, with our school, they've been supplying, you know, as I've talked about distance learning. And so our kids are still in session. It's just, we're the teacher's assistants as parents and we're going to be doing it now for the next six weeks until the end of the semester. So, uh, it's a bit of a bummer, but you know, and my heart goes out to not just the kids of the school that, you know, my kids go to and that, uh, Mindy teaches at, but man, all the seniors around the U S and Brazil who aren't going to get to like have that final semester of their senior year, no graduations, no parties. I mean, they're going to, people are going to find a way to do something, but it's not going to be quite the same. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, you know, the heart goes out to them and, uh, I, I, I don't know. It just, it's a bummer. So that's, we got that news today and, uh, you know, uh, on my part, I'm just kind of like, man, six weeks of more distance learning. Here we go. Uh, just kind of trudging through it with my kids. <laughs> I am thankful on one side of things that the teachers and the uh, faculty of our school, they decided to kind of change the schedule to where every day is a little lighter. So instead of my kids finishing at like three or four o'clock, they're now finishing at like one or two o'clock. And so... Nice. It's it's kind of good for them because they were getting stressed out. Like it seemed like at least once or twice a week, one of my kids was breaking down and bawling their eyes out. So uh, since that change, we'd all be breaking down if we had to today. do schoolwork all day. <laughs> oh, you know it, man. It's uh, it's it's been rough. Now, one thing that we kind of changed to switch things up to help with that is my kids and I started going on walks last week, and that's been fun. Uh, going on walks. Uh, we waited way too long to do this. And, you know, uh, Ronnie, you mentioned how little to no exercise you've been getting uh, during this quarantine. I've been getting more than usual, but now we're up in the ante and going on walks. And uh, that's been that's been good to, to add that in, to add in the walks and uh, those kind of things. Uh, going to a park down the street, we're adding that to our repertoire to kind of mix things up get the kids out of the house because Mindy and I have been getting out of the house once a week for like grocery shopping or running errands, but the kids have not been getting out of the house very much. So that's been good to do that. Um, and then besides that, we've been trying to, you know, entertain them by watching Disney movies. We watched uh, lady and the tramp, both the animated and live versions. We watched oh. sleeping beauty. And then we watched the tearjerker of tearjerkers old Yeller. I can't believe you submitted your kids to Old Yeller. <laughs> yeah, I'm how did that go over? <laughs> so here's how my mindset was: is if I had to have my my heart broken, my kids were going to have to have their heart broken too. So I'm just paying it forward, and so that's what we did. All right, kids. We today we're going to talk about death. <laughs> that's right. So. uh we went in with the idea that most likely our son would be the one who would break down. Our daughter doesn't always, it's not that she doesn't get stuff. It just doesn't really phase her. She's just like, oh, okay, great. No big deal. And that's pretty much how it went down. Except the whole movie, uh, my son James was very much like, 
the dog's going to get rabies and die, isn't he? He called it like before. Oh, spoilers on Old Yeller, by the way. If you haven't seen it by now, well, <laughs> you sorry about your luck. spoilers on Old Yeller, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we in this day and age. When was that made? There, yeah. 60s? Uh, it was made in 1959. Yeah. Was it? Okay. Uh, it's been a... Yeah, 1959. It's been a good 61 years. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, did they stay interested but in my it son the whole was, time? They did. And, really? they, and you know what? I even stayed interested because there was so much that I had forgotten. My memory of this movie was Old Yeller comes to the family and he dies the next day. Like, get shot by old Travis. That's how I remembered the movie. But there's a whole lot more that happens. Like, there's this whole, like, uh, dynamic between Travis, the oldest son, and Yeller, where he hates him at the beginning, and then he starts to love him, and then, you know, he's sleeping in his bed, and, and all this stuff happens. And there's a lot of conversations that the adults have that I did not get as a child. Uh, but my kids kept with it, and they were really interested and, you know, you get to the part where old Yeller gets rabies and, you know, they have to shoot him and put him down. But then something I forgot about, there's also young Yeller, which is the offspring of old Yeller that they introduce halfway through the movie that then transitions, kind of passes the torch to young Yeller. And uh, it's actually a nice movie. It's not all death. It, it ends on a high note and kind of honoring the memory of old Yeller. But at the end... We at the end of every Disney movie because we're we're watching them in chronological order, ranking them all. At the end, we all just kind of give our two cents: what did we like, what did we dislike. And we got to James, and that's when it hit him, and he 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 kind of welled up. His eyes started to water, and he was like, "It was good, but it was also bad." And it just like <laughs> broke my heart. Like, yeah, that's rough. And I kind of got emotional with him. And but it was so cool to see him deal with it, like emotionally deal with it and really just be like, you know what? It's okay. It was really sad, you know, and just talked about it, talked it through. And it was really cool to just kind of go through that with him. And so we survived and my kids were not scarred. They 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 are very much, uh, you know, I think through talking about it, they're very much. Uh, they they enjoyed the movie, so it got into. I think it got into the top ten. I think we've watched twenty five movies, and I think it got into number ten. So huh. it was very much enjoyed by the family, one and all. So that's that with uh, Disney. Uh, we've uh, we've also been working on the old Clone Wars. Uh, we definitely had to take a break for a week or two. I don't know if you guys have watched the animated show Clone Wars. Um, but it can get kind of dark sometimes. Like there are, there are moments like torture scenes, uh, when Jedi get tortured by the Sith or, uh, there's a couple episodes where these worms, I don't know if you guys watch the body snatchers or like stuff where like parasites get into people and control the mind control them. But, uh, there was a couple episodes of the clone wars where these like alien worms got into the the minds of the the clones and started to control them and that really freaked James out my son he was getting scared and uh he actually woke up one night uh like had a nightmare about it and so he was like I don't like clone wars and we're like it's all right buddy we'll take a break uh we'll we'll come back to it someday and it was a good 2 weeks we didn't watch it we just watched other stuff played games whatever uh but actually today 
about two, three weeks afterwards, he was like, I'm ready to watch Star Wars again. But then he's like, if if those mind control worms show up, can we just skip that episode? And we're like, yeah, buddy, we'll skip the, the mind controlling episode. And so uh, we've been working our way through Clone Wars and uh, really enjoying it. Um, and speaking of Clone Wars, oh, were you going to say something, Mark? That's I saw you breathe. That's actually how I celebrated a certain day, which I think yeah. that's what you were working up towards. You're right. That's the transition. Clone Wars is a part of Star Wars. And today, as you already know, is May the 4th be with you. Star Wars Day. And that's our topic of the show. Star Wars. <laughs> So, Mark, let's just jump right into it. So, you're, you do you, you celebrate Star Wars today by watching a little bit of Clone Wars? Yeah, um, I I had been getting interested in watching the show, especially since um, Disney Plus they brought it brought brought it back um, for a final season because it kind of got abruptly canceled uh, a long time it ago. Did. Um, and uh, I think in a galaxy far, far away. Yes, called Cartoon Network, and uh, I think yep. they canceled it a long time ago. And they finally decided once Disney Plus started up to to bring it back for one final season, give it a good uh, a good close. Um, and so um, I'd never actually seen I'd seen bits and pieces of it before, um, but I had never watched full episodes of it. And with uh, this final season coming in, and now now uh, the actual last episode aired today. It posted today. Uh, oh, was it today? Yes the the final episode of Clone Wars uh, they released. Good timing today, by them. May the fourth. Um, and so um, because of that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and start Clone Wars from the beginning, and uh, nice see where this goes. And I have watched. I think the first five or six episodes of season one. Um, what are you watching it on? Just on curious Dis- to know. Disney Plus, right? Uh, on Disney Plus, yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew that. That was a silly question. Yeah. You can edit that out, right? No, not at all. I'll take uh, care of it. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, I know you will. Thanks, Ronnie. It's, uh, Appreciate it. Always not, looking out for me. It's not Swisher Plus. Uh, it's Disney Plus. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> yep. Do you guys have Disney Plus yet? No, we're working on it though. We'll get there. We're working on being legit. We'll get there. You as a family are working on it, or like Brazil? Well, we're we're talking with the Disney company. Brazil is working on it, actually. (laughs) Yeah, we're Yeah, we're we're in talks with uh, the president of Brazil, uh, President Bolsonaro, and he's talking to Disney for us because we really need it in our lives. (laughs) Yeah, I will get Disney Plus into this country. Vote for me. I'd yeah. never be so behind another candidate in my life. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, but, it's a bummer that it's not in Brazil. But I haven't checked recently or heard any news of it, so I'm gonna. That's why I say I'm working on it because I need to download it and see if it works. Because sometimes you can download stuff like Hulu doesn't work in Brazil, but you can download the app, and then when you try to use it, it says, "Hey, guess what? You don't have grass. You can't watch us." <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, man, that's cool that you've been uh, watching that old Clone Wars. 
Yep, that was how I celebrated my Star Wars day, getting some Star Wars and watching Clone Wars, and I'm I'm digging it so far. I think I'm gonna try to see it through to the to the end. Especially, apparently, like it gets better in the later seasons. Um, yeah, that's what I've heard too. So. Have you guys I've seen, seen pictures of this current season? No, I haven't seen it yet. Have you watched? I have it? not seen it yet, and so. that is on Disney Plus. It is. I, I've watched a couple. I think. I think we're maybe up to like a couple of seasons in Rebels. Technically, Clone Wars comes first, like in the Star Wars universe. But yep. we kind of started to watch Rebels, like she has them all, um, like on DVD. So we kind of started to work through those. We have like taken a break on them for a while and just started watching some other stuff. But um, it's actually pretty good. I, I, I really enjoyed it, and I would not have. If she didn't like recommend it to me, I probably wouldn't have watched like a, a, an animated Star Wars series, honestly. But um, yeah, I, it, I've actually enjoyed it. Yeah, Dave Filoni Sweet. and all those guys are doing an incredible job. Like I've heard from so many people that like these animated shows, like Clone Wars and Rebels and Star Wars Resistance, like it's like this is the most Star Wars that Star Wars has gotten. Well, it fills uh, in a lot yeah, of gaps. That's like, what in I've the heard. Story like that you like know from the movies and stuff. Like they take place like within that time frame, but they fill in a lot of like right. unanswered questions and stuff that you have. Sure. Yeah. So it, it is actually really interesting from that standpoint. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. So Ronnie, did you uh, do anything to celebrate Star Wars Day today? <laughs> actually, I didn't. Um, I have lost track of like time. And date in space, yeah. Um, it's understandable. I, I, I realized this morning I I got on Facebook and like the first thing that came up on my Facebook feed was May the fourth, and I was like, oh, that's today. <laughs> that's what day it um, is. But that's no, right. I, I haven't. Um, I haven't done a single thing like Star Wars related. I mean, I'm sitting in an office with like a Death Star battle scene like on the wall. If that yeah. counts. Well, and now you're going to be talking about Star Wars for like the next 30 minutes or so. So now you can say you celebrated Star Wars with your friends. There we go. Yes. Sweet. Well, uh, for me today, I decided to celebrate Star Wars by one, uh, coordinating shirts, Star Wars shirts with my family. Saw the pictures. Yeah. You're doing life right, sir. You're doing life right. That's right. Raising them right. Teaching them right. So... We uh we all wore Star Wars shirts, showed it off, and we went on a walk today, so we definitely showed it off to all of our neighbors. Not really; they did, they couldn't care less. So, <laughs> is it as popular but, uh, like in Brazil as it is like in the states? Like, just out of curiosity, Star Wars is Star Wars is very popular, but May the Fourth does not translate uh, because yeah, it it's uh, you know it's Quatro de Maio, and that does not that does not translate to May the Fourth force be with you in Portuguese. <laughs> so they do not celebrate it. Only only Brazilians that speak English would celebrate it. So, uh, But the other thing I did was I started playing Battlefront 2, which I played the original Battlefront when I first got a PlayStation 4, but uh, I hadn't played Battlefront 2 yet, and it is really fun. My it kids watched fun. me play a little bit. It is really fun. So I uh, started just playing like the... I haven't I haven't played the multiplayer the competitive multiplayer because one because I'm just awful and so I I did actually play one round with Yoda and uh, my team won despite me and uh, it was fun 
And then I played some of the like scenarios, the single player scenarios where you like you have one where it's like, oh, Han Solo got ambushed by the stormtroopers. Yeah. And so play as Han Solo and kill 30, 40 stormtroopers or something. And uh, I went through the light side, almost done with the dark side. They're like two to five minute rounds and kids watch and, you know, cheering me on to, you know, whether I'm dark side or light side, they, they enjoyed watching it. Um, and so that was how I, uh, celebrated, which actually, I think that answers a question that I forgot to ask. <laughs> Sorry By the to way, step on the toes up. of someone. But yeah, go ahead. Um, Battlefront two is nine ninety nine on the PSN. Store there you right go. Now. So yeah, me and my buddy that. used to split screen that against each other all the time. We play on opposite sides, so it's basically like first one to get to your like either the Jedi or the Sith that you get. Like you can start with. I think Battlefront two is the one where you can start with like the like the trooper of your choice, like. Whether he has like a sniper rifle or some type of machine yeah, gun or something. Assault, heavy, specialist. So once you kill so many people, then yeah. you earn like the boss, whether that's like Luke Skywalker, like Darth Maul or something like that. And we would yeah. battle against each other. Um, so that game's so much fun. Definitely. I had a good time with it. I, I actually enjoyed the campaign a lot. Yeah, it oh, is yeah, good. Yeah, I definitely plan on checking out the campaign because it's pretty Star Warsy, and uh, I just love, regardless of the format, I love a good Star Wars story. Uh, Hollywood Bones from, you know, our show, who's not who's not with us, he actually posted a question on the Discord. Uh, Hollywood Bones from Discord said, "Since I cannot make it tonight, are you guys going to jump back into Jedi Fallen Order or any Star Wars games this week?" Why, yes. Bones, yes, Patrick, I am. I'm going to be playing <laughs> Battlefront 2, continue doing it, not just playing it today. Uh, how about you guys? Have you considered jumping into any uh, other Star Wars games back into Jedi Fallen Order? Or maybe, uh, what is that pod racing one? <laughs> that really old pod racing Star game Wars from Episode PS2. 1 Racer? Yes. And that game was actually really fun. Which is apparently it was being fun. released on the Switch pretty soon. Oh. Ah, is it? Yeah. Ooh, there you go. I am there's not, not going to play any Star Wars games. All right, uh, I'm, fair I'm enough. stuck in Ark right now, so there's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things where Unless... when you're in it, you're in it, and there's nothing. Yeah. Nothing's going to take its place right now. Yeah, I will not True. be playing any games necessarily, but. All right. I would well, love to see, thanks. by the way, like a Knights of the Old Republic like remake. Like, not the same game, like just oh, like released, but like the same, yes. like core game but with everything updated to like today's like standards you know what i mean like wouldn't that be it would be awesome. so good man so good funny you should mention kotor knights of the old republic isaac Alistic on the discord said which of the many star wars video games have you played and which one was your favorite i loved the kotor games he said and if you were a f- oh no there's a follow-up question but we'll hold off on that yeah man Knights of the Old Republic, if they did like a, you know, like Final Fantasy VII Remake, you know, just came out like three or four weeks ago. If they gave that a good old remake, makeover, yeah. remake over, that I'd would be, be all about that life. amazing. I would love that. I would play the mess out of that. I tried getting into KOTOR. Uh, just wasn't, wasn't my cup of tea, unfortunately. Yeah, you're just not much of a RPG guy, are you? Yeah, not at all. 
The closest I really get to RPG type stuff is uh, Pokemon, basically. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Lucas, when you played, were you like the light side every single time? No. Let me tell you, the first time I played KOTOR, I was a, uh, I was a s- junior in college. I was a resident assistant, an RA in the freshman dorm. And one of the guys had an Xbox. And he's like, let me tell you about this Star Wars game. And I was like, oh, I'm intrigued. And he showed me Knights of the Old Republic. And immediately I was like, I was immediately like, uh, can I play? Can I have like a, my own save and uh, get can going get on this? On he's on like, this? sure. Yeah, can I get on this action? And the very first time I played, I went all evil. And I loved it. Like, it was I was, I, I did the, the fact... Thing. The fact that you could go in, like I don't. One of the missions I remember most was on a planet. I don't remember the name of it, but on the planet you could like pretty much instigate this family feud. Not the game show, but <laughs> a family feud between two rival families, and pretty much make them just kill each other, and then in the end keep all their stuff. And I was just like, "This is so fun! I never get to be a Sith." And you know, in real life, I would never be a Sith. I would be a Jedi and would honor everyone. Blah blah blah. Uh, but getting to play the Sith and like it was so cool because by the end of it you were like so ugly and gross looking, but so oh, yeah, powerful. Oh yeah, you're like all decrepit. And <laughs> yeah, like you're just like falling apart. But you could walk into a room and just like, like I don't know, I don't. It was like lightning with, mixed with leeching, uh, h like the the life out of everything in the room and just like obliterate everyone yeah. as a Sith as a dark side. I did the same thing. I did guy. the same thing. If somebody wasn't like giving me what I wanted, I was like. Nah. I'm killing them. They're no, they're no use. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I actually tried to start that game, um, like playing like regular, but like <laughs> I realized like pretty quickly, even the smallest decisions that you make, like your bar goes down like towards the dark side. And I was like, well, I mean, if this is the way it's going, I mean, I might <laughs> yeah, as well. This is... <laughs> I might as well. Yep. Yeah, it's a slippery slope. Oh gosh, so I have a, I have a couple of favorites. I would say. That's uh, well, first off, I think I think Jedi Fallen Order's probably been the best experience yeah, for me. Um, it is really good. You know, it's it's you know the graphics are are great. The story is great. Makes you feel like a Jedi in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, uh, I loved the Force Unleashed games as well. Um, one game that I kind of have a, a deep love for in my heart that is kind of back in the day was the N64 game, Shadows of the Empire. Did you guys mm-hmm. ever play that? I did not, yep. actually. So it was kind of like an extended universe thing that was based on a book called Shadows of the Empire. Um, and it kind of cent- centered around this character named Dash Rendar. Uh, he was kind of like a, a, a Han like Solo a Han type Solo-ish. guy. Yeah. And he actually had his own like ship, his very similar to Hansel. Hans yeah, actually the fl- in the game. Um, yeah. His but, ship was called the Felinian Malcolm. Yes, that was it. Nailed it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Nailed no, it. His, his ship was called the Outrider. Um, <laughs> oh, right. Which kind of sounds like Felinian <laughs> Malcolm. Um, <laughs> yeah, just like it. <laughs> but uh, I, I played the mess out of that game uh, growing up. And that's, I think I've talked about it um on on the podcast like one of the bosses 
in that in that game like to this day creeps me out um <laughs> and i'm trying to remember the, the name of the boss but it's this like crazy tentacle type creature that lives underwater and you have to hmm. like swim underwater down to it to, to fight it and it uh it's still crazy yeah that's no good even with yeah. the cheap 64-bit graphics it still creeps me out um, oh yeah that'll stress you out man even when you know it's not real but otherwise i i love the game um it definitely has a deep place in my heart cool i will give an honorable mention and shout out to jedi power battle battles on the ps1 i don't know if you guys played that but pretty much it was based off of episode one uh mm-hmm. phantom menace and you got to fight as Mace Windu, Obi-Wan Kenobi with his little rat tail thing going off the side, uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, and it just gave you like little scenes from the movie. And it was like a it was like a platformer slash brawler, mm-hmm. I think, if I remember right. I love that game. I mean it was it was pretty ugly, but it was fun. For sure. Uh, Isaac's follow-up question. If you were a force ghost, what force ghost Jedi would you want to hang out with and why? Um, I would say Luke. Okay. Which by the way, spoilers for last Jedi. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to say it's spoilers for last Jedi. You could just say, you just imagine at this point, because it was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away in present time. They're all force ghosts. Great save. Yeah, Yeah, I suppose. Um, not necessarily a spoiler <laughs> but it is but, since uh, Mark said it so uh, I would yeah. say Luke just because like he's got that that full-on wisdom of a Jedi um, and he's just all around a cool character but at the same time he's very like down to earth like he's not yeah. so you know old school Jedi that like you know you can't you can't level with them at all like right. you can only take a guy chugging some blue milk right out of a whatever that creature was. <laughs> a yak. <laughs> a yak. A, a hairless yak. Yes. Um, you, you can only take him but so seriously. Um, but, but as a force ghost, he wouldn't need that. So Unless right, he finds like I a mean, force ghost hairless yak yeah, to get some blue milk from. He's still got that personality though. Like very human, very level-headed. Yeah, I see where you're going with that, and I, and I think the same. I like if I had to pick a Force Ghost, like if you think about it, like some of the ones that we know, like Yoda. I mean, he'd oh, he'd gosh. be trying to like just give you lessons like left and right, like it'd be. Oh, the but he he'd be talking everything backwards, and to do that exactly. for eternity, I would not want to hang out with him. Come on, like, and I feel like like if if you think of all the Jedi that have passed, like Qui Gon, and you think of like even Obi Wan, like. Ah, man, they're too serious. They're too, like, serious all the time. And Yoda would keep hitting you with a stick. <laughs> he would. He'd say, watch <laughs> out yeah, for them seagulls. Yeah, maybe, maybe that. Yeah, maybe that. Um, I would probably go with Luke, too. Or, uh, like, this is uh, maybe an unpopular thing, but, like, Anakin. So, like, he comes back, like, as Anakin Skywalker, basically, as a Force ghost. Uh, only because he's a little bit younger, like, not so crazy serious about everything. Yeah, but he was, would he be emotional. as emo as he was? Yeah. yeah would he be I mean, all like fair, but at least it would intense? Be this guy will not stop I mean, talking you could about laugh how at much him. he hates sand. 
Yeah, it's like, oh, here we go, talking about sand again. At least there'd be some comedy involved, you know, with him. Everybody else be trying to, like, give you lessons the whole time. I think by the time Obi-Wan got to be an old man, he was actually kind of funny. And, like, he'd make little jokes. Yeah. He'd probably make fun of, he'd make fun of Yoda. He'd make fun of everybody, I think, make little jabs. He'd be like, why, hello there. Well, that's kind of what, like, Luke does, though. Like, Mark was saying, like, Luke is, like... Like, especially, like, at the end there, like, he is, like, anti-establishment. You know what I mean? Like, yep, he he's is. not about yeah. that life. Like, Down with the Jedi. <laughs> exactly right. He's like, I'm going to burn, burn it I'm going to burn this entire temple with all the documents in it. But Yeah, spoilers um, for Last Jedi again. Okay, anyway. Yeah, I just, on. I don't even know that that happened. <laughs> I just said it. Yeah, right. You just made it up. He's yeah, I think the only right answer is Luke and a backup is Obi-Wan anybody else and you're just not gonna have a good time obi-wan would be so serious though maybe old old ben old ben old ben we'll he'd say. be funny old ben would be funny yeah no not young not uh oh he's so serious. mcgregor no so serious too serious him. yeah yeah and every time um, he pops up though hello there hello there <laughs> yeah and it'd be like dude we're we've been together now for a thousand years okay quit <laughs> acting surprised because it's not fun anymore uh, Barnaby Butterteeth. He wants to know which kyber crystal color will you use on your lightsaber? Green. Mine would. I, I will. I will be conservative, and I will say it would be a gray lightsaber. Mm. Ooh, a gray one. Look at you. And uh, I say that conservatively like because, like, going through. I don't know. Like the Jedi, I, you can you know you can make them like they're they're like kind of right fighters and things like that, but. Um, I guess like kind of the time like of in the movies like of their fall and stuff like that like they, you know like they had their own agenda and stuff so I, I don't like I couldn't I don't know if I could fall into that like role you know what I mean it was a very political like um yeah like I don't know if I could fall into that role like I wouldn't say like a, a red lightsaber because like I wouldn't do everything for myself but like I would like the option to maybe you know you know do a trick. To impress people if I needed mm. to. Yeah. And the gray and the gray lightsaber is for those who want to fall right down the middle and not be light or dark side, but just yeah. be a gray Jedi. So yeah. I think the coolest that, that lightsaber, by the way, is the purple one that Mace Windu carries. I think that nice. is absolutely yeah. the coolest lightsaber color. It is pretty is pretty sweet. Um I would it's hard not to pick blue. And I really don't pick it for any other reason than blue is my favorite color, which is not like a deep, meaningful, like I feel like I would not be uh, 100% like dedicated Jedi, but at the same time, I would want to, I would want to work with the Jedi because I'd be like, well, of the two sides, I feel like I'm going to have a little more flexibility with, with the Jedi and I'm going to have more friends as opposed to the Sith, where if I have a red saber, I pretty much have either uh, a Sith Lord over me or an apprentice I'm secretly training. And that's just too much. I can't live that double life. It's it's too it's too tiring. So I'm going to go with blue. Go with the blue kyber crystal. Uh, you guys are going to do single blade or double? I'm just going to say it now. I'm going to go single blade because I'd probably cut off a toe or foot if I did double. As much as I like double, I would just do two single blades maybe, but not a double lightsaber. How about you guys? 
I'm gonna take Ray's uh, Swiss Army knife lightsaber, like that the dark. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the dark Ray, the Swiss Army knife that has like fifty different attachments to it. Okay. I, I would I would uh, I would say a single blade. I I will like the double blade. It is cool, man. But like, I'm not gonna be Darth Maul with it, you know. No, I think I, I would actually. In half. Oh yeah. I think I would actually take like Ahsoka's. She's got uh, two lightsabers. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's something. Two single lightsabers would be cool. You can go backwards with one and frontwards with the other, and just kind of alternate back and forth. Yep. Sweet. I mean, I have to say that. Uh, what's the dude's name from Jedi Fallen Order? Uh, Kel Justice. Kush Bumba. Yep, I was close. Cal? Kush Bumba yeah. was the name I was thinking of. Yeah, Cal. Cal Kestis. Or uh, his. For Kyle Kestis, yeah, yeah, his lightsaber was really the best of all worlds because it could be double, it could be two singles. Uh, he'd just turn on one side and do a single. I'd probably uh, want it that. And just, I would only use the double lightsaber for like parties and just to show off. But <laughs> that I double lightsaber in that battles. game was fantastic for when you were like completely surrounded because you were killing guys behind you and you didn't even know it. <laughs> yeah, you were like, "Oh, I'm sorry, did I cut you in half?" My bad. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> did be. Uh, who would be your one droid to take around with you as a as like your your partner or your I don't know serving you drinks or something? Man, I feel like it's got to be R two D two though. Yeah, doesn't just it? the nostalgia of R two D two and like everything that he's done and he's been through. Like, oh man, that makes it hard to pick anybody else. I feel like C three PO would be really annoying. Oh gosh, totally. I mean, that'd be a nightmare every day. Have to deal with him. I'm going to go with BB-8. Yes. That was the other one I thought of, too. Because if we need to get somewhere quickly, get out of there, he can he can get it. He can. Yeah, he can. He's a glass He's a glass half full guy. Like, R2-D2 is yeah. kind of, at this point, R2-D2 is a glass half empty. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, he, he up, you're going to die. I'm going to rocket pack out of here, and most That's likely you're going to die. It's funny. No <laughs> yeah, one wants. That's not a good idea. No one wants 3PO. Oh man! No, no love for three PO. <laughs> I mean, I mean, in a battle, like he just has zero use except for to like just annoy you. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. All right, it's unanimous. R two D two and BB eight. We're taking them both. Let's do it. Uh, Gr- Grand Popsicle Travis, what is the one thing you would change about your favorite Star Wars movie? Um. So he's got two questions that then follow up. But let's start with first of all, this is this is this is asking what is your favorite Star Wars movie and then what would you change about it? Not an easy answer, but you're gonna have to decide which one is your favorite right I will start, now. I will start by Do taking it. the easy way out. And that I, I don't have a favorite. I have movies that I disliked like more than the rest, like episode one. Okay. Um but I think each like each movie has its own like parts in it that are like I mean I, I don't Okay, that's quit like being a gray Jedi. Quit you're that's being like a gray Jedi. Writing, Stop you it. Know, something crazy. You got a cannoli to your head. You have to pick one. I would say at the Come end on. of the last movie that Darth Sidious couldn't like just take down a bunch of ships with just endless lightning. That would change that. You would that change that. That seems ridiculous. You would you would kind of tone down. All of a sudden, he could just take Amber's down an entire power. fleet, like with lightning. Like, ugh, that's, that sucks. Mark, how about you, buddy? Got a movie and something you'd change? 
So my favorite movie always growing up, even though technically, in my opinion, Empire Strikes Back is the better movie. Um, mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi was always my favorite. Um, and I think it was mainly because, you know, it was the final one. Everything was coming to a head. Luke was kind of like in his prime and like his Jedi training was complete. He was a Jedi Knight and all this kind of stuff. Uh, the one thing I would change that Boba Fett doesn't go out like a punk. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. That Although poor guy. apparently in like different stories and stuff, apparently he survives. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but still, all it took was a stick to the jetpack, and he was in the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> Boba Fett. Where? Boba Fett. Where? <laughs> Bonk. <laughs> ah! Yeah. Boba Fett's a, role in the movies, I feel like, like, like his like lore like going on now, like so many people like being into him, like for all that like people think of him for him to go out for him to just go out that way like it was such a crappy death <laughs> he's like the he's like the token uh all-star quarterback from high school where they're like amazing on the field and then you get to talking with them and you realize they're like they're so dense and superficial that it's just like wow there's no relationship here uh we can't talk about anything and it's Boba Fett. He's like, he looks cool and he has all this lore like you guys, you know, that are, is mentioned. But when it comes down to it, in Return of the Jedi, he's useless. Like, <laughs> he just, he goes out like a punk. And it's just, it's kind of sad, really. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I would have to say, I'm going to kind of, I don't know. This is This is just my first thought, so I'm just going to go with it. I really feel like just because it's the culmination of all things and I just really, it just made me feel emotions and was exciting. And I'm going to go with Rise of Skywalker. And the one thing I'm going to change about the movie is not actually the movie. I would change the fact that people hate it so much. Like I have friends here in Brazil that they hate it and it's ruined their love for Star Wars almost. And it makes me sad. Like, I would just want to change that that people react to it so negatively. I think it's cool to react to it really positively and, and love it and adore it. But to go as far to say is like, wow, this is hot trash and it should never exist. And to some of the things I've heard people say, friends of mine, people I know, uh, I would just, uh, I would change that about that. And just In all fairness, cool. though, people would do that regardless of how they made that movie. Because it was Star Wars. Yeah. Because it was, probably. It was closing the the greatest saga that like any of us have ever seen. Regardless of how that movie was, there would be people that were absolutely hating it. Um I just like for me the movie like it was cool, man. I I, I thought it was I thought it was awesome. It was a lot of fanfare. But man, they, they closed out all the questions that people have had. Like I just I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, follow-up question from Grand Popsicle Travis. Which character would you just eliminate also? And I'm just going to say it, Jar Jar Binks. Yep, that's me too. All, all about that life. Here's what astounds me. Not the fact that the Jar Jar Binks is a character in this universe, but the fact that somehow Jar Jar Binks got on the Galactic Senate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> that shows you how broken the system was. Of yeah. all the Gungans that you guys have that could represent <laughs> you guys in the Senate, you pick Jar Jar Binks. I don't care. Like he wasn't. He didn't. He wasn't really integral to any part in Episode One. He was just there. Um, I mean, I guess he did some stuff in that. Battle. I mean, actually, he's pretty yeah, he ran integral. Away and got lucky. <laughs> yeah. He 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 did all this stuff throughout it, lucky stuff that actually helped them, and yeah. it's sad. But like, basically, he's really not that useful, and he was given a position of power, and he ends up essentially clearing the way for the Empire to come into play. So yes, just saying he's res- he's responsible for saving Naboo accidentally. And then he's also accidentally responsible for, for ruining the Senate. So his character, Jar Jar Binks. I mean, like, get ready, Mark. Episode one wouldn't have been good, like without him, like if he wasn't in it. But like, huh, man, boy, did they just pile on, like with him. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. it was already like such a kids movie, and like Anakin's character in episode one, like oh, so cheesy. Yippee! And then they had to add somebody yeah. like Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> so like they're just kicking a dead horse while it's down. Yeah, pretty much. And Mark, I will warn you, get ready. Jar Jar Binks has some episodes in Clone Wars that are just about him accidentally saving the day. Oh, I'm so excited about that. <laughs> you could, I mean, if he shows up at the beginning, you can really just skip those episodes. I'll be he's, honest. He's basically my version of the mind control. Like the the worms that James was. Yeah, throw it's up like you have nightmares. Like, Can we skip these episodes, please? Yeah, yeah, I don't want to watch them anymore. Please don't make me watch them. Um, on Facebook, we only had one question. Uh, yet again from Patrick Novacell. Landed on a little thick there, Patrick, but we're going to consider it since it's the only Facebook question. Uh, since I cannot make it tonight. Yeah, we've heard that before. If you were a Star Wars villain, what would your name be? I have to think about it for a second because if you think about it, a lot of the um, a lot of the Sith names and stuff um, are like plays on words for like very evil, maniacal type words, uh, like uh, you know, Vader, Invader, uh, Sidious, like sadistic. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Count Dooku is Darth Tyrannus. I feel like that's a question you really can't answer for yourself. Like somebody gives you your name. Yeah, that's true. You could be Darth Swisher. <laughs> Darth Swisher. That just doesn't sound very fun. That does sound dark. Darth Swisher. Like Darth Swish? No, I like that. So like if you think like he basically says like Darth Vader and it's automatically that's the name that he goes by and it's like <laughs> like in a real life scenario like Darth Vader and he's like hey, wait a minute hold on like can we can we like can we talk about this because that you know that doesn't sound that good it's not really me <laughs> that doesn't sound like <laughs> me not, doesn't you sound don't like get me. a choice Anakin <laughs> they should have called him like Darth Sandman then he really would have hated it and he would have Darth Granule. It would have been like, yeah, Darth Granule. <laughs> Darth Grain of Sand. 
But it's kind of like Batman. He was like scared of bats, and so he wanted to put the fear of bats into everyone else. And so it only made sense that he would have been Darth Sandman, and he would have put be, the hate of sand into the lives of others. I will be Darth Heinous. Darth Heinous? Yes. Just because. Just because? Okay. Darth Heinous. I'm going to pass. That's a hard question. <laughs> I'm going to pass. I'm going to go with uh, just calling yourself Darth and then something you, you just hate. I'm going to be uh, Darth <laughs> Darth Dark Licorice or Darth Black Licorice. Darth Long John Silver. I think. <laughs> I mean, Darth Quarantine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dark Quarantine. Dark. Dark. Darth Quarantine. Darth Distance Learning. Yes. That's what, that's what they're going to call me. I'm going to educate children from afar and then fail them. Darth distance learning <laughs> or there. <laughs> yeah. He was miseducating like younglings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that sounds magical. Uh, on Twitter, also from Patrick Novacell. You know what, Patrick? Uh, I'm not going to read <laughs> this last you're one. You're banned from the show. You're banned. You're banned from the show. You're banned from asking any questions for a it's week. Triple dipping there. That's right. Triple, triple dipping. Dip. I mean, that's too far. Because you're a host, I was going to give you the two, but then you went for the third one. You greedy little went gremlin. For the hat trick. Greedy now. Yeah. The Patrick yeah. hat trick. Although I do miss his Anakin Band. Skywalker impression right now. We need that. I, I do. We do need that. You underestimate my power. <laughs> and, his, and his little hair, tuft of hair on top, is like shaking around. In my opinion, yeah. the Jedi are evil. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other Star Wars things you guys wanted to uh, throw out there? Any controversial opinions? Uh, do you guys think Han shot first? He will always have shot first. Wait a minute. Uh, I don't know about that. Yes. Oh, do we have controversy in this? I guess I, guess I can agree. All I'm saying is that Han Solo seems like the guy that would definitely shoot first if there were yes. ever a guy. Yes, that is accurate. I believe there is a photo of uh, George Lucas wearing a shirt back in the 80s that said Han, Han shot first. So <laughs> I, think that's kind, I think that's kind of proof. That yeah, Han George shot Lucas first. also got like all of the... Uh, merchandise sales <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, that was like one of his big things that is true do you guys have a favorite trilogy or do you just love it all there are good things about all of them and i mean man there the are first... bad things about one of them yeah i mean i will tell you what <laughs> the prequel trilogy is just garbage man like that's one i can't even watch if it's on tv like if i turn it on and it's like the darth maul fight i'm like oh, okay but then it goes back yeah, to the regular movie exactly after that. and then jar jar banks is like misa blah 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 and you're like uh, oh you know what i found out misa also shut this off is i found yeah. out in rebels and i don't know if you guys know this is is maybe a spoiler darth maul survives in rebels yeah, he is like, it is a spoiler, but he basically he does has like uh, like steel legs or something like that. Like he has a half of his like, like his legs basically are like a some kind of creature looking thing. But Darth yeah. Maul survives in Clone Wars too. Does he? They make him out to be kind of garbage in Rebels. Honestly, like he survives, but like 
Mm. Well, he's kind of old at that point, isn't he? He's like got the mechanical legs and. <laughs> well, it's like the the. I think the episode that I saw, he survives, but like the like Dark Lord did not know that he had survived, and then he found him, and it's right. just like, ah, they make him out to be kind of a scrub, honestly. Yeah, his heyday w- was the battle on Naboo. Like that's it, and then he yeah. when he fell into pieces, yeah. he fell into pieces on the inside as well. He was he never was a, the same I mean, again. he was an awesome character. I mean, he was an awesome villain. I yeah. Up. Really cool. All right. You guys got anything else? Nah, man. Nah, dog. All right. Then all I have left is some random questions that we're just going to make like some kind of quick fire. All right. Uh, do you have any favorite non-swear curse words? This is a question from Barnaby Butterteeth. He gave Gemini Cricket and gosh darn it. Nope. Because you use all the real ones. You don't use the non-swear words. I have a horrible (laughs) vocabulary outside of the show. Yeah, fair enough. I will actually like sometimes instead of like saying, you know, in place of saying a cuss word or whatever, I will say like expletive or or I actually had a buddy back in the day. he He would say he would say cuss word. Like it was a like, cuss word. <laughs> like it was an action. Yeah. Just get it out of the way. Yep. Just That's cuss funny. word. I say bleep all the time. I mean I'm like, what the bleep, man? <laughs> yeah. That works. I uh I say uh an acceptable one with my children is Mamma Jamma. Nice. I don't know where it came from, but Mamma Jamma. I say that. Uh there's there's a couple, but I can't remember what they are in this moment. But yeah, so I'm going to go with Mamma Jamma. Uh, one that I found out that is kind of a non-swear curse word is cheese and rice, which I guess stands for, you know, saying Jesus Christ in a not nice way, like as opposed to talking with him or talking about him in a nice way. But I didn't know that, and I used that in high school a few times until I got uh, called out by uh, a friend, and I was uh, very surprised when they thought I was using Jesus's name in vain. I was not. I was just literally thinking cheese and rice. That is all. With that, uh, Tim Pollan said his favorite non-swear curse word is "son of a biscuit eater." Bob Evans. That's what that I makes like me it. think of. Yum. <laughs> uh, and he, his question was: You each are gifted unlimited money for a vehicle. The caveat is it can't be newer than 1980. What you driving? Uh, the Flintstones car. That's my answer. Boom. How about you guys? The 67 Impala from Supernatural. Oh, okay. So I I would consider myself like more of a larger vehicle person. So like I like I drive my four-door Jeep now. I will probably always have an SUV of some kind. Uh, I like having a little bit bigger of a vehicle. But and not to say this isn't a bigger vehicle, but it is a, a, like a car, not a, like a truck or SUV. But a 60s right. or 70s model Lincoln. I always loved oh, okay. those big old cars, man. Those like just land nice. yacht cars. Uh, and I always thought those things were so cool, like the way they're styled. Um, I would 100% go with something like that. Nice. When you started saying a big vehicle, I thought you were totally going to go with the... Uh, with my new answer, the A-Team van. That's what I would buy. 
Yeah, no, I'm not driving a van. Which that <laughs> I don't care what it is. That's that might that might be after 1980, but I don't care. I'm actually technically the Flintstones car is in after that 1980 also, but I'm still going to yeah. go with that. The 18 van. Uh, Barnaby Buttertee said a 67 Stang, and he posted a little nice little picture of it, uh, and which is the GT 500. Fastback, just to that, be exact. Uh, what is it? 1969 Shelby GT500 from Gone in 60 Seconds. That is a classic. Uh, that mm. would be That's a beautiful. Event. I'll be honest. I'm not much of a car guy, but I that that Shelby, that 69 Shelby is Eleanor. A, a pretty Eleanor is very pretty, for She's sure. A classy lady. Yeah. Uh, of course, Hollywood Bones, who is banned. You know what? He's banned, so I'm not going to say what he said. I'm just going to leave it out. Um, but if you've listened to the show in the past, you can guess what it is. But that's all I'm going to say. What, Pat's car? And what's that? What do you mean, Pat's favorite car? Yeah, Pat's car. Yeah. The I Bevy Rova. Saber? Yeah, the La Saber. That's Sean Connery's favorite car. All right. Well, folks, that is all for this Super Star Wars Day talk. If you'd like to connect with us beyond listening, remember to check us out on Twitter at the GMG Podcast or Discord. There is a link in the Twitter profile or in the show notes where we are greeting one another every morning, afternoon, evening, or night, uh, trading off dad jokes and talking about the latest TV shows, video games, etc. But if you're more old school like me, then you can email, email us at thegoodmorningguys at gmail.com. If you want to practice your radio voice, you can leave us a message. It's been so long. We really miss Dallas. Uh, 929 GMG Guys, leave a message, ask a question, and let your voice be heard. Speaking of what should be heard, Mark, what are the latest additions to the GMG Music playlist that any and all can hear on Spotify and Apple Music? Oh, yes. I have some additions for you guys. Uh, as I as bet. Lucas said, uh, you can find the GMG Morning Playlist on Spotify and Apple Music. Thank you so much, Bernabe, for holding things up on the Apple Music end while I hold up the Spotify for it. And uh, so the songs that I've chosen this week uh, have Star Wars references in them. And so um, the first song is, I don't know if you guys have heard of Jamiroquai. He's a... Singer from the 90s. He's kind of like mm-hmm. dance music type stuff. Uh, he did a song. His biggest song was called Virtual Insanity. The future's made of virtual insanity. Yeah. Um, so he did a song called Use the Force. Uh, so I'll be adding that. Nice. Uh, Weird Al, who is somewhat well-known for doing Star Wars-themed parodies. Uh, for he sure. Did a, he did a song called Yoda that was based on the Kinks' Lola. Um, so I'll be adding that. And uh, Reliant K put out a song called May the Horse Be With You. <laughs> and... <laughs> and... He, totally really not a whole lot to do with star wars in terms of subject matter but obviously the title is a play on words for you know star wars type stuff so hopefully those songs help you get your good morning on as well as your star wars on 
Fantastic. Thank you for those wonderful picks, Star Wars-centric picks. Uh, next week, we will be finally interviewing a one uh, Corey Smith, hopefully, third time's a charm. And uh, our interviews will just keep going after that, but we'll share more about that in the future. All righty then, Mark, the force ghost of Pat, and of course, Ronnie J, along with you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners. Go get your good morning this week. May God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four.